we're back with episode 52 of The Grace Between Us. And we're answering that question, is God trying to hurt me? Most and people think that even if they I don't know. say that. Well, they think of all the negative things that happen in life, right? They, mm -hmm. they lose their job. Yeah. Uh, someone they love is diagnosed with cancer. Mm -hmm. um, some nasty thing happened in their life. Uh, mm -hmm. they, they were a part of something and they got hurt. And they automatically sometimes want to justify the hurt or give reason to the hurt and say, well, God's testing me. Right. God's hurting me to test me. Mm -hmm. people, about, it's just a natural, almost knee-jerk reaction you know, with people anymore. You know, if anything bad, it's like, well, it's just another... It's just another test. It's just another test. It's another trial. God doesn't give you anything you can't handle. Oh, that's one. Yeah. I hate that that's one. That's too hard that you can't handle. That's not Bible. That's yeah. a cat poster, right? <laughs> that's not, that's yeah. not anything to do with scripture. Scripture actually talks very differently about the God that we serve and that we love and that we believe loves us in turn. Mm -hmm. And we'll read those, uh, we'll read those in just a moment. But, you know, I, I find it funny that, or not funny, I find it odd that people have this in this intense desire to make their troubles mean something. And so because we want our troubles to mean something, we, we have to inevitably push it off to God. And inevitably what we're saying is, well, God, you did this to me. And we don't want to take responsibility for our own life. Yeah, I think that's what it comes down to. Nobody mm -hmm. wants to say, well, I made a bad choice. God must be testing me. And we definitely don't want to look at people we love as making bad choices mm -hmm. that hurt us. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to say, well, you know, the stupid things that my parents did, that a loved one did, that my boss mm -hmm. did, that my friend did. Sometimes we'll, we'll venture out there. But most of the time we want to just push it off on to something that we don't see, we don't feel, something in the air. Yeah. God must be testing me. He must be trying You like me. to say, put your head in the sand. That's right. That's right. We put our head in this and we ostrich that stuff mm -hmm. and we think, well, God's going to have to figure it out. Yep. And, and so go ahead and, and read. We'll start off. Most and of this James. is going to come from James. Mm -hmm. So read James 1 13. Yeah, it says, let no one say that he is tempted, tested, tried. I am being tempted or tested or tried by God for God cannot be tempted, cannot be tempted by evil. Tempted. And well, it doesn't. Oh, I, I know. I know. I, I know. I, I know. That, That's my translation word. For God cannot be tempted by evil, and he himself does not tempt, test, or try anyone. That's in James 1.13. Yeah, so if you read this scripture directly from the Greek, it gives this word specifically for the idea of I tempt or I test or mm -hmm. I try. And it's one word that's used in, in conjunction for all three phrases. I tempt, I test, I try. So let no man say when he's being tempted, tested, or tried, yep. that he's being tempted, tested, or tried of God, for God cannot tempt, test, try by evil means. Yep. So if you have this mentality in your head that God is putting you through the ringer to test you, hoping you come out pure as gold. Read Hallelujah. the Bible. Read the scripture, what it says. <laughs> it specifically hits that on the head. Like yeah. there's no cause for doubt. There's no cause for yes. difference in translation. Like it is very simplistic. Yes. So I love the next verse there. Go ahead and read what 14 says. It says, but every man is tempted when he is drawn away from his own lust and enticed. When he's drawn away of his own lust, oh, by his, own, his own lust. lust yes. So when you're being drawn away from the things of God, when you're being drawn away from the, the purpose of God, when you're being drawn away from what you know is right, we're being drawn away by our own lust. Mm -hmm. In that, we're, we're being tested. In that, we're being tried. God's not doing it. Mm -mm. You're doing it. You're participating. There is a real devil who has real thoughts about real people and wants to pull them away from God's best for their life. Yeah. And he will do anything he can. And the world is set up in a way because it's lost and fallen that will do all it can to pull you away. But too often we want to ascribe that to God. Well, God's pushing me through the, through the fire to prove me. That's well, just not true. You know, a lot of people like 
to look at God as the father, right? He is father God. Mm. And oftentimes they say, well, doesn't a father, you know, discipline his children? Doesn't he teach them lessons and things like that? And many times people think that because, you know, he's our father, that he is going to test us and then discipline us with bad things. Mm -hmm. But I love, you have an analogy that you use a lot about, you know, even our kids and people kind of, the jaw drops when you say this, (laughs) but it's a really good understanding analogy so that we get. Yeah who our father God is because oftentimes we put, he's like this ogre in the sky who is just out to get us and out to teach us a lesson here. You know, listen to me. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to show you you what. You want me to give that analogy? Okay. Well, the idea is, you know, I have sons, we have two boys and we know those boys are going to learn through hardship and trial. It's just the pattern of life. They're going to have an opportunity to overcome difficulties in their life. So as a dad, you could say, if you had this view of God that I could bring my sons in and because I want them to learn through difficulty and trial and tribulation, I could take their little arms, put it over my leg and just snap it. Just break that arm. Now, everyone oh, that hears that cringes. Cringe. You think, oh my you're gosh, like, you're a you monster. Why would you even say that? Why would you even think that? Well, I want them to learn and I'm going to test them. I'm going to test their resolve. I'm going to test their strength. And everyone knows that if you did that to a child, that's child abuse. Mm-hmm. You should go to jail. Right. If you ever found out I did that to my kids, you should report me and send me to jail. Mm-hmm. Yet, we use that same type of abusive behavior and we yeah. ascribe it to God. God's hurting me to teach me. Right. No, he's not. The Bible clearly says it, that you're enticed away from what we know is right and good by our own lust, by the mm-hmm. own desires of our heart. In fact, if you read down in 17 uh, of where we're reading here in James chapter 1, verse 17, it says, every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above. That the good things that we expect from God, the perfect things that we expect from God, those come from above. That they're gifts coming down from the Father of lights in whom there's no shadow of turning and there's no variation. Mm-hmm. Meaning that in God that he is who he says he is, yeah. that there's no variance in him. So when he says he's a good father, he's a good father. Mm-hmm. When he says he's a good God, he's a good God. When he wants good things for your life, he wants good things for your life. He's not going to turn around and in one hand, bless you with loving kindness. And on the other hand, smack you in the face with hardship just to prove something. I feel like we kind of have it skewed in our mind. So anything bad that happens, we want to throw that at God. Mm-hmm. Any good thing, we want to be like, hey, look what I did. <laughs> look how cool I I'm, am. I'm so amazing. Yeah, and tough you know, guy. I'm not saying that you're going around saying that, but we yeah. want that accolade. Yeah, we, we want do. to say, wow, Lord, you were amazing. I'm like, yeah, it was. Yeah. No, that's awesome. We want to pat ourselves on yes. the back rather than giving glory to God. Mm-hmm. And and really, the, the honest Christian response is simple, right? Negative things happen in life because there's a real devil. And I'm not trying to look for a devil around every corner but no. I'm trying to be honest that there's real evil in the world. And if you want to call evil evil or call it the devil, I don't care how you want to phrase that, but there's real evil in the world that mm-hmm. happens. And the real evil in the world does want to entice us away from what the right things are, the things that we know to do that are right. Mm-hmm. And we have a good God that wants to lavish on us good gifts and good things. Again, he's a good God. And you say, why do bad things happen to good people? Well, there's a real adversary out there who's against everything that God put yeah. in place on this earth. And there's also fallen human people who do yeah. stupid things. And because God doesn't want robots, he allows us to have a sense of free will. Yeah. And in having free will, we can choose the wrong thing. Well, in having free will, there's consequences. And I always like to say there's good consequences and there's bad consequences. And when we make bad choices, there's going to be bad consequences. That's right. There's going to be things that aren't what we want in life. But when we make good choices, we're going to see the effects of those. And God blesses us on top of that. But, you know, we have to understand that our choices, our free will is a huge part of what happens in our life. Well, and Deuteronomy says it best. I've said before, life and death, blessing and cursing. Mm -hmm. Then God gives us the answer to the riddle and says, choose life. Choose life. So that it might go well with you and your descendants. Mm -hmm. 
So the more we choose the life side, the more we choose the right side, the more we choose the God side, the more it's going to go well with us. The more we choose the negative side, the death side, the cursing side, the worse it's going to be for us. Deuteronomy 8.18 says it in a different way. Remember the Lord your God, for it's he who gives you the power to gain wealth in order to establish his covenant upon the earth mm -hmm. that he swore to your forefathers. It's God gives you the empowerment to have the resources to establish what he's called you to do yeah. here on this planet. And we have that within us, but oftentimes we choose the other side. Yeah. We have the other side of the coin, as was taught in Deuteronomy. Yeah. We choose the negative side. It seems and then easier, we, but well, it's, of course. it's not. The shortcut's always yeah. easier. Come on. The shortcut in life is always going to be easier. It's never going to get you the outcome that you're anticipating, but it's always going to be evil. Mm -hmm. In a very generic sense, the Bible calls that evil. Yeah. Calls that the curse. That on the backside, when we don't choose the thing that God wants us to do or the path that God's laid out for him on the back for us, on the backside of that is the curse. Yep. If we choose what God's called us to do, we choose the, the thing that God's put in front of us, the path that he's called us towards. What is that? That's life. Mm -hmm. That's the blessing side. It's really pretty simple. In fact, most of the Bible, and you see one person's life going well who's a Christian, and you see things going well for him, you kind of envy that. Most of the time, it's simple. It's about obedience. Yeah. Who's more obedient? Now, I'm not saying that you can buy your way to a miracle. I'm not saying that, that if you check off all the boxes that God's finally going to hear from you. What I am no. saying is very simple, that there are some rules to the game that God establishes. Now, I don't have time to get into how we're crowned with glory and honor, dignity, and worth, yeah. but the principles are there. So you don't have to take your value in these principles, but no. understand the principles are there. And if you do things against the principles that God's led us to in life, Mm -hmm. doesn't go well. No, it doesn't. And you know, we just, we have to take some responsibility. You know, yeah. we have, you know, I have our value and our dignity. Like we said, yeah. we can't get into that. We have our value in God. However, no. we still have a responsibility to yes. choose life and, and to, you know, then even, we'll reap those consequences. There's good consequences. Yeah. Even in the negative things where somebody has assaulted you negatively against you and it wasn't of your choosing, even in those, there's a way to, to dismantle what happened to you and choose life. Yeah. Even in those most negative consequences, because listen, there are people listening to this right now and you know, things have been perpetrated against you mm -hmm. that weren't of your own will, weren't of your own volition and somebody's really hurt you yeah. and it's very, very negative. And you're thinking, man, I'm listening to this thinking I wasn't even responsible. No, you're right. You weren't. But it doesn't mean God can't take the worst scenario and turn it around for his good. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, God, doesn't mean that God can't do something immense through that in healing to bring about a good scenario. That's he right. will and he does oftentimes when we allow ourselves to trust him even in our hurt and our pain. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's the reality that, yes, we're always responsible for us. Yeah. God doesn't come in. He doesn't come in and force our hand. He doesn't come in and make us do something. He comes in and he says, all right, I'm setting before you life, death, blessing, and cursing. What do you choose? Which one are you choosing? Yeah. Right? And so we have the responsibility to choose life because it will go well with us and with our children. Yeah. We have the responsibility to choose life so that for us and for descendants of us, it can do well. And this is a biblical principle, mm -hmm. but it goes far beyond the Bible. It goes into everyday life. Choose the right thing. Right. Do the right thing. Then you don't have to look up in the sky and there's some big mean ogre with a lightning bolt trying to hurt me. No, you understand that there are consequences to choices. There are consequences to our choices and to others' choices, and we're going to live in those. That's right. To some extent. Yeah, I mean, we. it's just as simple as that. You know, God is not looking to hurt you. No. You know, and things that happen in life... We're not getting tested by God for you to him to see if no. you really love him. Or you, you finally know. made it. No, you know. So remember that. The next time you hear that, the next time you want to say that, yeah. think, no, this is not a God thing in my life. No. And God I'm wants not, good things for He wants for good us. things for me. And yeah. 
good things for other people. Yeah. So recognize that we all have a choice in how we view that. And then moving forward in those steps, if we're going to be obedient to God and Absolutely. making those good choices moving forward. Yeah, making making sure that we're uh, setting before us the choices and the lifestyle that actually advance us in what God's called us to. And we'll talk about some of that stuff later. Yeah. We have in other past episodes how to hear from God and how to hear God's voice and how to move when, when God is speaking. And you can look up some of those other episodes for that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, more importantly today, understand God isn't hurting you to teach you. God isn't trying to beat you down to build you up. All he wants to do, his whole nature is just to build and lift you up. As we read in James, all the good and perfect things come from God. If we learn to build on that, on that foundation and not look at the negative things in our life, we're going to learn to have a better relationship with him. Amen. Amen. Amen, man. Hope you guys got something out of this today. It was kind of a short one for us, but that's all right. Something we covered a little bit on Sunday in in the the message that we did at Grace Family Church. We would love for you to connect with us on all the socials at the Grace Between Us everywhere you can find us. Instagram. Instagram. The IG. The IG. Don't say that. I don't IG. know. I don't know what you say. It's <laughs> Facebook, IG flexing. Twitter, I don't know. What other YouTube? Subscribe Facebook. and like. Yes, yeah, subscribe and like all the videos. Yeah. And man, we will see you back uh, here in just a little bit with another episode. We're so excited for what God's doing uh, through really the the podcast, and we're getting to connect mm-hmm. with people from all over the world and mm-hmm. and see how this is affecting them. So share this episode with someone who might need to hear it because you never know exactly how it's going to impact their life. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Uh, we'll see you soon. We'll see you.